Kennedy Street, please visit Kennedy Street at www.kennedystreetcio.org. Recovery does exist. We are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our uh, our usual Wednesday helping of uh, all things recovery. This is uh, Kennedy Street. If you don't know what Kennedy Street is, a brief reminder, thanks to the National Lottery, we are now a proper charity. Uh, and what we do is we help people uh, who are thinking about getting recovery, people who are in recovery, businesses that are thinking about maybe helping their uh, employees um we everyone here uh, there's no experts or medical experts so to speak but everybody here has been in uh, addiction uh in one way or another um and have re and are in the process of recovering so anything that you say to us uh we probably know we've heard it all before um and you're speaking to people that have, have come through the other side and to get hold of us uh you can get hold of us at claire uh, Claire at Kennedy Street CIC and because of the National Lottery, we have uh, a, a dedicated line now, and that number is zero one two seven three seven five eight five six one. Now today we're going to talk to a gentleman called uh, Steve. Uh, he won't be on screen because there's an, an anonymity uh, we have to keep, uh, and his story is very interesting. It's all about family addiction. Um, so please have a listen. And if any of this, what Steve says, or indeed any of us say, rings a bell with you, or you recognise or identify with what we're saying, please just get in, get in touch um, for an informal chat, and, and hopefully we can put you back on the road to recovery. And what I would say before Steve um, before Steve starts is, you know, p- please feel free to use this opportunity to ask questions. Um, I myself um, consider myself to be in family recovery. Kev's in family recovery. You know, we we are, we are both um, practice lots of principles um, of family recovery. Like I say, um, Steve, he's in family recovery. He's in active family recovery himself. So it's a perfect opportunity to, if you've got any questions, you know, we might not be able to answer them, but we'll do our best. And there's also other people will be will be um, watching and listening who are also in recovery themselves. So um, as as you comment, people might offer support as you go along. So um, yeah, I would say I would encourage you to ask questions. And if you don't want to add questions publicly, you can always direct message me. I will always always get back to you. So on that note, I'm going to um, hand over. Um, to the lovely Steve, who will introduce himself and then just share a little bit of his experience, strength and hope. So um, over to you, Steve. Uh, thank you, Claire. Uh, lovely to see you both. Um, yeah, so um, my name is Steve and um, I've been in, co- in recovery now for uh, over just over seven years um, uh, from the family illness. Uh, my family illness, for me, it's a, it was fear, a lot of fear. Uh, a lot of controlisms, um, uh, trying to control lots of situations um, which were going on, which I actually couldn't control. Um, so um, sort of like seven years ago, um, I was actually introduced to Claire, uh, luckily enough, uh, through my son's recovery. Um, and um, 
Claire introduced me or, or asked me or, or suggested actually that I uh, go to Analon meetings. Um, but I, I, I didn't understand why I needed to go to a meeting because um, I didn't feel that I had any types of illnesses. You know, I didn't think I was the one who needed any recovery seven years ago. Um, but um, once um, I started going to meetings, I, I started to understand um, the what the impact of my actions, uh, what they were causing to, to, to my family and, and even to the situation with my son's situation, um, I was making the situations a lot worse than what they could have been. Um, but yeah, so, so that's uh, sort of where I was at the beginning of Analog. So, um, so the, the process for me has been, you know, I'm still in, in Analog now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm in a much healthier place. Amazing. Amazing. And I, I know, I mean, I know, I know you, Steve, and I've mm. met your family and I know how hard you've worked. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about um, sort of the process that you went through to, to start engaging in those meetings? Because, I mean, I know it's slightly different now because we're online, but maybe mm. you can just give a little bit of an overview as to sort of how you started. Can we just yeah. say, you know, um before we start, can we explain what Al-Anon is for anyone who actually doesn't know what that yeah. means? Yeah, so, so Al-Anon is a, a family uh, help group for um, people struggling with uh, alcoholic uh, alcoholism, um, mainly anyway. So uh, if you're in a position where you think uh, your, your husband, your wife, your son, your daughter – uh is possibly drinking too much uh it's, you feel it's out of control situations uh um you can't deal with them Alan is a place where you 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 can go uh but there's meetings every every night of the week in the brighton area uh where you can go and, and meet like-minded people uh who will share their experience strength and hope um so you, you get to learn uh, a different way. You get to learn to be able to change your attitude to to the uh, the alcoholic or the the person who has the addictions and stuff. You can you learn lots. That's that's um, the what what how I feel um, analog works for me. So um, going back to what Claire said about uh, how how to get to my first meeting. Well, that that's. Um, Another um, a large stepping stone is, is actually turning up to your first meeting. I think lots of people in all different types of um, uh, walks of life and, and addictions and stuff uh, really find it very difficult to to walk into that first meeting. And I, and I found it really, really hard to um, to walk in. Um, so so I think I was in a position where I was, I was quite ill and I was desperate for some answers, basically. Um, uh, the the answers I wanted at that point were were um, the answers I wanted was to um, cure my son's uh, uh, addictions, not 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 to cure myself or to to make myself a much healthier person. Um, so that that's what I was going to look for, or that's what I went for in the first place. Um, but yeah, so it takes a bit of courage to get through the door, and then once you're through the door. Um, you just find a lot of warmth, a lot of loving. Uh, the people are really nice. Uh, there's lots of help. There's lots of books, lots of literature. Um, and, uh, yeah, someone's always there making a cup of tea and stuff. So so it's very welcoming after you've actually got through the door. 
Um, so, so really, it's a it's a process that you don't really need to worry about. Um, so yeah, so once um, my my first few meetings, I, I weren't really getting the, it because of um, my my only illnesses were um, uh, was control and and fear, um, and I. I, it took me a long time to get rid of my control over my my, my son's addictions and stuff. So uh, so I wasn't really listening to what was going on in the meetings, and um, and it's important for me now. It's it's more about listening in the meeting, listening to what people say, uh, listening to their experience, strength, and hope, and uh, and taking all them really really good bits of of experience of what people have done with their lives and how they turned them around, and how they changed their attitude uh, to the way they think. Um, you know, I, I came to realise I wasn't going to Anon to cure my son. I was going to Anon to actually cure myself of my of my own defaults, basically. And uh, so, yeah, so that's what sort of the, the process, little bits of Anon's about. And it, and it is a process, isn't it? It's not. Um, I think often what people think is that the that somebody's going to tell them what 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 they need to do and. And it's going to be just a straightforward exchange of information. Um, mm. So I know for me personally, when I started my adventure of um, family recovery, um, it took me two years. Two, and I'm not. That's not an. That's not an over an exaggeration. And I don't mm. want to put people off, but it did take me about two years before I really understood what it was that I was doing there or what I was listening to. I wasn't really too sure. Because it is almost like a new language, isn't it? And I think that's a fair point when Kev says, you know, if you can explain, because, you know, when you've experienced recovery, you get used to the lingo. Um, how long did it take you, Steve, before you feel that you started to fully... I know you, you, you said you thought you were going there to help your son, but how long before hmm. the penny dropped? Yeah, I, mean, I think it took me quite a while, like what you were saying. I think, uh, I think you, you don't really understand how deep denial can be uh, and it takes a long time I think in recovery uh, for myself anyway um, to to start to release the denial inside me and to and to try and understand another way um, so I, so for me it took a quite a while for the penny to drop that my own actions were, were causing more problems than than just the 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 addicts actions you know the the the, the addicts actions were, were were bad enough but mine were tenfold in everything else mm. so um why i added on top of them actions so um so that that took me a process of at least 18 months to two years to to, to start to to get my mindset to change and to become stronger um uh, and control the fear because you know, I was a, I was very fearful of situations. That's that was my my biggest thing was all, was always around fear if someone was going to get hurt, injured, and stuff like that. Mm. But, but yeah, it was about two years. Could you going back to that first meeting? If there was somebody here now, uh, hopefully maybe listening, who has a, a family member 
who uh, is in the grip of addiction. Uh, can you talk me through the, the process of eventually going to that first meeting and and how that was for you and and did you get any relief at all at the first meeting and and explain the courage that you really need to grasp to 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 get yourself through that door um to not help the the addict but to help yourself yeah i mean i think um i i i I knew I needed to do something. I mm-hmm. felt deep down inside of me. I mean, my son was already in recovery. He was doing okay. But but my fear in me was really, really strong. And I, and I, was, I was quite ill at the time, uh, not sleeping and stuff like that, worry. Um, so I knew I had to do something, but I didn't know what to do. So when Claire suggested that Alanon may be good for me, to, to go along um yeah i did i felt I, I did feel quite um sort of anxious about going to that first meeting um because I, I, I didn't because i didn't actually understand why i was going there um yeah so you know you, you're sort of walking into something you don't know what why you're there oh well, that's how i felt anyway um so so it took the the courage to get there i mean i nearly walked away as well i nearly decided to when i've got to the car park i nearly decided to um turn around basically uh but luckily i found my wife and my wife said uh no maybe you should carry on and, and uh, not turn around so um so yeah so i was lucky to have a little bit of support when i needed it just like little phone calls and stuff like that then um just to get me in and then once i was in uh, and after the the first part of the meeting, you once people start talking or sharing, you start to um, understand that you're not the only one with that problem. That you know, there's like-minded people in the room with you who've, who've who are going through or gone through something maybe worse than what you think you're going through. So um, so straight away. You know, there was links to to other people straight away, which which did help in my first meeting. You know, there was a, a lift in the or shift in the weight, even at the the early stages of the first meetings. I felt that you know I was in the right place. That was the main thing. I was in the right place, and um, I knew if I kept going back, you know, it would. I'd get some help from from going to their meetings. And it's never to be underestimated. It is like a revelation, isn't it, when you go in? And because because addiction, even with the family members, it's such a shame-based illness. Nobody ever really wants to talk about it. I mean, to be honest, it took me five years before I'd even tell myself um, that I was married to an alcoholic because it, it was like the last thing. He could have been a mass murderer. If he just turned around and said, Claire, I've been murdering people, I might have accepted that a little bit more. It was like, for me, the shame and the guilt and, and then the guilt of feeling the shame, it was just un, unimaginable. And to then walk into a room, which is dead brave, the first step of working into, walking into that room, but then to hear other people talking about very similar sort of 
stories and um, feelings because it is more feelings, isn't it? Um, isn't it, Steve? It's it's yeah, it's identification on a heart level, mm. and, and I think if you experience that for the first time, that in itself is a revelation, and it's sort of like it's such a, even though they don't they're not giving you a solution and they're not trying to fix you. It's just that just knowing that you're not on your own and that you, you've got people who really, really do understand. They're not judging you. They're not there going, yeah, you should be ashamed. They're going, yeah, yeah, I completely get it. And I think that is, that's when the the miracle happens, isn't it, really, Steve? That's when you go, oh, my gosh, maybe I can come back here. Yeah, I think, you, you know, you, you, you're dead right. I mean, I, I think, you know, for maybe five, six years before Anlon, you know, I'm, I, for myself, I was going through a process of of trying to um, make everything perfect all the time, you know, like, but inside the house, it was absolute chaos. You know, there was so much going on. And, um, but outside the house to everybody else, well, we were a perfect family. No one knew, like you were saying, Claire, like no one knew that there was stuff going on. Like you hide it, you hide everything. And and when you go out to see people, well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with our lives. But as soon as you go back in your front door, you know, it, it's an absolute mess. Um, and I think, you know, that strong denial of, um, of um, looking at, at different avenues and stuff to, to be able to cope with these things, you know, was so strong in me. I thought I felt I could, you know, I I could I was able to conquer anything, and I'll be able to sort every problem out going. Um, so, um, but yeah, it, it's um, it's a, it's a strange life because you know pretending everything's fine and and it's nowhere near it. It's like, but yeah, you know, now you know that that seems so far away now. That type of stuff. It's like, yeah. They, yeah, you know, honest and open is the, is the, exactly the way forward. If things aren't right, they're not right. So yeah, yeah. I remember um, for my own recovery, and it's that um, intellectually, uh, I knew what the problem was. Intellectually, on that level, I understood. You know, if if I carry on like this, then it's 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 not going to end well. Um, I'm I'm not stupid. In fact, I don't think I've ever met a stupid addict. Um, I knew deep down that my drinking wasn't normal uh, on an intellectual level, but emotionally, I just could not understand, and 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 that, it baffled me. I, I didn't understand. I, I knew what was going on, um, but emotionally, I couldn't cope with it, and it's lack of control. Um, but having said that. Um, now uh, you you've just alluded to a little bit your life is is presumably so much different um did that take a quite a process or did, was that a gradual thing or um yeah. I, I'm, I'm just trying to explain maybe to a person that's listening in who who is now thinking about maybe i should go to Al-Anon. um was it just can you just tell us that the process of things getting better within you yeah. not with the addict but within you yeah with me yeah i mean you know uh, i mean the program is all about myself um you know um i felt early on in the program i was going there to get an answer but then after i've sort of realized that ain't going to come it was the, the, then the program is about me um so it i think the, the nuggets along the way in in the fellowship uh in the recovery they 
I think they're really, really small steps all the time. And you don't really realize that you're actually making much progress um, for for quite a while. And then maybe you'll do a share or you'll, you know, you'll be in a meeting and someone asks you something and then you may you, you'd be able to share back. And, and when you share back, you'll actually realize how far you've come along the road. Um, and you think, oh, my God, I've just I've just said that. And oh, my God, then. You know, that's much better than what it was six months ago. Um, but, you know, you sometimes you don't realise um, the changes because I think with uh, the, the programme where it's such a loving programme and you can take as much time as you want, um, you, you know, because these situations, they do need to take time because, um, you, know, we, you know, we've been hurt, it's been painful, it's been fearful. You know, so I think, it just needs to take as long as it needs to take. Um, but there, there is some big steps. You know, obviously, working the steps is one thing as well. We, we work the same steps as, as AA do. So, um, so that, that is a, that for me, that is one of my – where it did start to change a lot in, um, once I started working the steps, my, um, my, my attitude started to change more and, and the, way I, the way I looked at things from, from working the steps. Yeah, I think um, it's very difficult. Into um, initially, I mean, I know the lengths that you went to, Steve, and I know, yeah. I know. I think for me, as when I was acting as a professional um, in recovery um, myself and running a project, um, and often the hardest people to help, and I think I might have even said this to you when we met, was the hardest people to help are often the families of the addict <clears throat> because they really don't understand that, the, that there's anything that they can do or should do. Um, and I think what was beautiful about meeting you and your wife was, I mean, it was awful, but it was it was an, it was a moment that, you you've been presented with the gift of desperation it was like I was the last resort you were coming to me to talk to me about something that you really didn't want to talk about and it was almost like you tried every other way but I also know that the lengths that you went to and that, that you were actually willing to follow through and I'm not going to lie a lot of people I speak to hundreds of people on a weekly basis and I'd say maybe a handful follow through with suggestions that I make. So I really do want to give you and you, your wife credit where credit's due because even though it was an awful situation you were in, an awful situation, you wouldn't want your worst enemy to be in that situation, but that you were willing. And that was a gift as, as somebody to, to, to work with. It, the, the, what you were willing to do was... <sighs> It was really heartwarming and I really, I had a lot of hope and a lot of um, encouragement because you, you know, you were like, right, well, what, what do I need to do? And it's like, you know, what other things did you do? Because, I, you know, obviously I'd rather you say, I know that you, um, you just basically were, was a sponge, wasn't you? You were like, right, <laughs> what do I need to do? I'm willing Who'd we need to go and see? So you know, yeah. Um, Steve mentioned the uh, the steps. Um, so, and I think it's it's important that 
between the two of you, uh, you could explain for someone who's, again, who's just listening in, who's at the wit's end with an addict in the family, what are those what are those steps? And is it anything to be scared of? And, and should they be worried about what these steps are? Okay. So, um, so yeah, the, 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 there's, there's uh, 12 steps and 12 traditions. And um, AA, uh, they were formed by AA. And um, so we, we run the, uh, along the same guidelines as AA do. So we, we run the, the, uh, the, the 12 steps and the 12 traditions in our meetings. And, um, and then, and then uh, with meetings, it's suggested that you may get a sponsor and stuff uh, and then start working the steps. Uh, and you go from step one to step 12. Um, and it's just, and it, and it is a bit of a daunting thing, like you were saying, Kev, that um, you sort of feel first off, well, why do I need to do that? Um, but I think in time, if you're, stay, if you're in Analon long enough, or, or I know some people do it quite quickly, um, they are very helpful. They're very helpful in unlocking your mind, unlocking the way you think, uh, changing your attitude uh, about stuff, about the the uh, the alcoholic, um, and it gives you more self belief in yourself as well. I think, uh, yeah, I think um, working the steps, um, you get to unlock lots and lots of things, what really really deep inside yourself that maybe you thought would never come out, um, but they 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 do in the end, and you feel a lot better from doing it. Yeah, and I think as well they um, – it's just it, the very simple principles, aren't they, Steve? Yeah, 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 definitely. And, 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 and with it as well, you can take as long as you like. It's not, it's not you know, it, 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 the process is because is, it's a loving process. It's not about you've got to do step one in six weeks and stuff like that. You, it's about, you know, it's all about in Al-Anon, it's about taking your time. And, and working your way through it and when you're ready to do it you're ready to do it um and it's not before then um that you 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 take on that challenge um because you know some of it is a challenge because it's a challenge for yourself um to be able to write down these things about yourself um so yeah so it, it's when you're ready that's the main thing with the steps um mm-hmm. Would it be fair to say, uh, when you first went through the doors of, of Al-Anon, would you say, you know, why do I have to do all this? I mean, I'm not the one that's causing all these problems. I'm not the one doing this. I'm not the one doing that. Would that be fair to say you felt a bit like that? And if you did, how long mm-hmm. did you take before? And why is it important that you've got to separate yourself from whoever it is that's causing all the, the problems? Yeah, um, I, I think um, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, when you first go to a meeting, although there's a there's a lot of warmth in the room and and there's an identification straight away with what other people may share and stuff like that. Um, possibly, you know, in different walks of life, um, you may look at the steps and the traditions and th- and think that what you were just saying, Kev, that why do I need why why do I need to do this or why why are they there? Um, the traditions are, are more for keeping the community together properly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I never felt in the first probably 18 months that I was ever going to do them steps. I didn't think, but that's because my denial 
was so strong inside me. Um, I didn't think that I needed to change. I didn't think that I was causing the problem. So, it, you know, when I, in early on in Anlon, I just used to share about my son and the chaos, what was being caused, but I never shared about what chaos I actually caused after he caused. So, you know, once he start, once he finished causing his chaos, I probably caused just as much. And I never shared about stuff like that early on so so it's so basically that's so now really when i'm in an analog meeting i share about my own what what chaos i'm making not not what my son's making because that's really got nothing to do with me now um so yeah so um going back to that it it does take a little bit of time for and i don't think it takes time for everybody to get their head around the steps it's just i think it's just a process of of you know of all different walks of life. Some people get it straight away. Some people get on, on the steps in three months, you know, and, and they're getting on with it. Uh, but like me, you know, I was 18 months and same as what Claire was saying, you know, probably two years in before, you know, the, the penny starts to drop properly in, into, into recovery. But I think the main thing is, is to turn up as long as you're turning up, then you're actually doing something anyway, you know, that that's courage in itself to turn up mm-hmm. to a meeting. That's that's uh that's um that's how I see it. Yeah. And I think I think as well, um one of the hardest things um that I l- had to learn was a new way of loving. Because mm-hmm. my old way of loving, which I'd grown up with really, that's what I'd learned from being a little girl was, you know, to to, to to almost to fix to 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 care almost claustrophobically for somebody, and I'm not suggesting that was you, Steve. This this was my experience, and and what what going to um, family support taught me was about how to learn to love, but but love in a different way. Like I, I remember somebody saying to me, "What what." coming to these meetings will teach you is how to let go with love with your arms wide open so you still love the person and 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 people talk about let go with love and it's almost like I would have been really good at that big elbow letting go like right you're out of my life letting go but that's not what I, I was taught by by going to these meetings it was all about just loving in a different type of way um and learning from those other people how they did it how did you find that that whole process? Yeah, well, um, exactly. Uh, um, you, you, I think obviously uh, you know a bit more about me. So uh, de- detaching with love, right? So um, I used to detach with hate, anger, anything, fear. I would detach. There was no love involved in detachment from, um, especially from my son's addictions. You, I had more fights. Um, more situations than yeah i just don't know how many were uh because because basically i got to a point that um i i actually hated him so um because of the the amount of um distress it was causing our family so um so i couldn't detach with love i i, I just found every other way i could detach because it was easier it's easier to detach in, in hate you don't have to speak to him again um, and stuff like that than um, detach with love. Uh, but, you know, being 
in the program and being seven years in the program now, um, I now detach with love and um, I love my son to bits. Um, my son lives with me or us and uh, and we are all happy. Um, whether he's doing the right thing or not is not my life. So, um, so yeah, so I can detach with love and we have great conversations and, um, and it, and I wouldn't be able to do any of that without Anlon, without, without changing my attitude to, to, to the way I think about love and, um, and, and work in the program. So, um, so he's given me, you know, he's given me, um, my family back basically because, you know, seven years ago, my family was splitting up um, and, it, and it could have got worse as well. It could have got a lot worse. You know, I can remember saying to my wife, it's, 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 um, it's me or my son. You choose me or you choose my son. You know, that's how ill I was. Um, and, and, and how bad is that to, to, to say that to my wife, to give her a situation where she's got to choose me or, or my son. Mm. Um, so that, yeah, it, it's, you know, I'm so thankful that none of these things have, have panned out. Basically, you know, you know, I still, you know, my wife is, you know, we're still together. I love her to bits, and, and my son, you like to say, he still is. So, um, and he and he lives with us. So, you know, how much, you know, it's 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 just a lovely program to be in where you can you you're able to do these things. Yeah, I think it's important that we 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 talk about the the benefits. We've been through the the, the process of going into Al-Anon and and trying to understand. And you have to to work on yourself and and, and not the addict. But for the you know for, again for someone who's 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 listening to this, who's thinking you know I've got to do something. What what are the cat? What what are the the rewards? What are the after your a certain amount of time going to Al-Anon? What are the rewards? How, how is that everything changed now with your relationship with your son, your wife, how many other people did you actually going to Al-Anon affect and, and, and paint a picture for me of, of what your life is like now. Yeah. So I, I think where I'm at now, seven years down the line in Al-Anon, the, my, my life's completely different. Um, the rewards are massive. Uh, like I just said, um, that you know we're able to have our son live with us in our house um and we got on really well um and all the relationships around my family with my daughter with my wife uh they're all really really solid and good and i've, I've got two lovely grandchildren now as well um uh, and one from my son one from my daughter which is really lovely so i get to spend lots of time Alan has taught me to or showed me to slow down a bit, you know, and appreciate the things around me. Um, you, know, you know, with my business and that, uh, you know, I'm always sort of flying around everywhere trying to sort everything out. And it's over the last three to four years, I've been able to slow down, not loads, but enough to appreciate, uh, to appreciate my wife better, um, and my son and my daughter, my grandchildren, my mum. Go and see my mum lots more now than what I used to, uh, and be able to tell all these people that I love them. And I couldn't do that before Anon. You know, I'm not. I wasn't that type of person who would go around telling people that I love them. But Anon gives you that. Uh, it gives you that tool to be able to just to say in a sentence, you know, you know that that you love them. 
and uh, and it, and it's lovely. It's um, you know, it's so heartwarming that you can actually say things like that to people. Where I, I you know, my my denial and fear and everything was so strong in me that I was I was never going to say that to anybody before before. So um, so yeah, so it, it, it's about being honest, open, and loving, basically. And um, so yeah, so analogs give me loads, loads, and loads. And before we finish, Steve, um, if you were gonna, if you were gonna give a message of hope to people that are watching this, either now or they might watch it on repeat later on, what would you? What would be the message? The one message that you would leave people with that might be experiencing a struggle with um, somebody yeah. with addiction. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I the. the there is so much out there for everybody um, with um, with these groups, that, and 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 if you stick at it, it will help you. You know, then that's that's what that uh, for that's what the groups are for is to help you. And you know, you, what I've learned that you you can't change people's paths, um, and that's what I was always trying to do. I was trying to change the path, and but it's not it's not my path to change. I can change my path. I can change what I do. I can change the way I see things. I can change my attitude. I can change everything about myself. So, and that gives me hope because if, if I'm a better person, that better person spreads around me. So, you know, around my work, around my house, it it just spreads a, a better feeling everywhere. So, um, so there is a lot of hope, um, and yeah, and if 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 someone's worried about getting to me, and the, you know the helplines are there, anon.org is there. There's lots of online meetings at the moment. Um, I know they're a little bit, um, you know, it's a little bit of a strange thing, but um, uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to get back to to real meetings and uh, and, uh, and 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 yeah, and meet up with everyone again. But yeah. Definitely, definitely, there's a lot of hope, and uh, and I think everyone, if with the right attitude, uh, can can change their life completely. Yeah, and I think that's a beautiful way to end is with the message of hope. And and yes, absolutely. You know, there's I get a lot of calls on a daily basis. People worried that they can't get support, but thankfully, all of the anonymous groups have done such a remarkable job of getting online. Um, that actually you've 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 got more of an opportunity of getting the help and support that you need at this time during this pandemic than you've ever had before and that you can actually I mean like you know I don't how many meetings there are in Brighton maybe for, for Alan on maybe three or four normally yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well, is it um, in Brighton yeah they, they, well, they, there's one a day in Brighton so oh, um yeah Okay. But online, there's three or four, but I think there's one a day when they're open, yeah. Well, that's a great thing now. So people, they're not set to rigid just particular days. They can actually get online and go to – they could actually go to a meeting in Manchester if they wanted, if they needed some support at that time. So I Ooh. think – I think it's lovely. And thank you so much, Steve. Not just thank you for coming on the show, but thank you for all you do. I know I know the, 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 the lens that you go to to help others who are still suffering. Um, yeah. It's a great privilege to know you. Um, yeah, and just 
thank you for being you and please yeah. give me, yeah I love you to bits and, and please give your family my love too I love them to bits too which is beautiful and that's what recovery does isn't it it connects you at a heart level to people to kindred mm. spirits exactly yeah. does yeah and can I just say thanks very much a uh, very important message because uh, I'm sure there's especially at the moment there's people out there who are at the wit's end with um someone in their family or a close friend or even someone they're working with and there may be an employer who might be watching this and there is there is a way what we are doing during this pandemic is we are peddling hope uh for everybody out there who who may be uh, really really struggling and as claire said there's never a better time to to change your life and uh because there's there's meetings there's help online all the time everything has gone into your laptop to help you or into your computer so thanks again steve absolute pleasure lovely thank you yeah. thank you claire thank you, <laughs> thank claire. you, thank you. Steve. bye bye kennedy street please visit kennedy street at www.kennedystreetcio.org recovery does exist